Walk in Your Excellence. I'm your host, Sean Larry, and thanks for listening into this week's episode of Walk in Your Excellence. So I'm about to bring us back. Back to around 2001, 2002, American Idol emerged as a new hit television show showcasing talent from all across the country. Ironically, and a lot of people don't know this about me. Actually, if, you, if you're friends with me, you probably do know this. But back in the day, I used to think that I could sing a little <laughs> bit and I auditioned back in high school in about 2003 for American, American Idol. Obviously, that was not God's calling for me. Uh, and so I'm here. But the experience, nonetheless, was a transformation. One, we have seen so many of the most amazing entertainers grace our television screen just on American Idol alone. Kelly Clarkson, Ruben Stutter, Fantasia, uh, even some people who didn't officially win, right? But they're definitely winning in life. Vonzel Solomon, Latoya London, George Huff, and of course, one of my favorites, Jennifer Hudson. And if you are a true fan, you know that I quoted a bunch of amazing people from season three. It was my favorite season. Today, we have one of the most amazing special guests that is so close to my heart. And you guys know how much I love being an educator. Over the past decade, I have had the opportunity to stand in front of thousands of students changing lives. And there is one student that stands out, not just in my mind, but literally in the past few weeks, millions. That's right. Millions of people have been blessed by her presence, her style, and one of the most powerful voices on this planet. I had the honor and privilege of handing her her high school diploma just about eight weeks ago, and since then, the rest is history. She has been a star always in my eyes, but now the entire world can see her as a star. Whether that was in history class, in a debate, or singing our school song, this Young lady has always shined bright like a diamond. Leah Janae, born Leah Janae Gaines, is an 18-year-old hip-hop soul singer, songwriter, born and raised in Brick City. Shout-outs to Newark. <laughs> at just nine years old, she blew away a packed crowd at NJ Pack as part of a performance for Newark Symphony Hall's summer camp. The group invited her back to be an elite vocalist called The Special Ensemble, where she went on to win a gold medal at McDonald's Gospel Fest. After years of performing locally and honing her craft, Leah decided to try her luck on a bigger stage. At 15 years old, she auditioned for The Voice season, oh, I like how I said that, The Voice season <laughs> 10, where she made it all the way to the blind auditions. While she did not get her chance to turn, Blake Sheldon, Adam Levine, and Pharrell demanded that she never stop singing and come back next year after she gained control of quote unquote that thing she had in her tone and gained control is exactly what she did. Hungry to get back into the competition, Leah Janae auditioned for Amateur Night at the Apollo, where she won first place not once, not twice, but three times in a row. This is going to be such an exciting episode, and it is my honor and privilege to welcome Leah Janae to Walk in Your Excellence. Hi, guys. Oh. It's me. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, first, thank you for coming. Thank um, you. And th thanks, Mom. Mom has been like her, you know, obviously her biggest cheerleader, but oh, been yeah. in constant communication with me. Um, you've been in communication with me. I'm just so excited to to have you be a part of the show. Like, Walk in Your Excellence is, is literally like you embody it. And I can't wait to, like, hear about your life. I want you to tell thank the guests you. everything. Let's start from the beginning. I'll go tell get us it who. All. <laughs> yes. Tell us who you are, Leah Janae. My name is Leah Janae Gaines. I'm 18 years old and I'm from Newark, New Jersey. Yeah. I've been singing since I was about two years old, mimicking my grandma. Mm. She used to get really freaked out about it because <laughs> <laughs> I was really young. And then nine years old is when I really started singing on stage, as you said. Mm. And um, 
you know, my parents, my my dad does music. Um, he used to rap uh, back in the day, and yeah. um, he had a single that was, you know, it it cycled for a while. Oh. And my mom was a <laughs> singer. Um, um, she used to sing in school and stuff like that. And um, you know, they both just had bigger dreams. And once I was able to really you know take that next step in my mm -hmm. career they definitely helped me my dad was songwriting my mom was singing um and then when i was about uh 14 my brother troy went on tour so we all had to leave mm -hmm. for like nine months and before that was kind of taking music for granted you yeah. know just wanting to be i guess just a normal teenager not mm -hmm. realizing where it could go just really liking to do it um but when i left i really really wanted to get back to it i didn't realize i would miss it so much started doing some stuff online and nice. then things just started to you know do its thing and then now i'm here <laughs> yeah that's awesome so you mentioned you mentioned um <laughs> you mentioned um your brother tell us what he was yes. doing on tour so my brother was in um kinky boots uh the musical mm -hmm. um he did it for nine months we toured i think about 38 of the 50 states wow. in nine months my oh mom my took all of us um my dad stayed home and um we all traveled um everywhere um arizona just Everywhere. so many places yeah. texas it was crazy oregon san francisco everywhere yeah. um and it was a great experience because i was kind of away from the influence of school mm -hmm. kind of made me feel like i didn't really want to like do music mm. i just want to do normal things but being away and especially being around um i'm not sure if anyone has seen kinky boots but being around oh, drag yeah. queens being yeah, around people yeah. who love themselves made me love myself too made me um real just hungry to go back home and do what i know i can do so yes yes wow that's so powerful you had that experience now how old were you when he was doing that i was 14 yeah Almost 15, yeah. Wow. And you weren't like the, the Leo Janae that you are now. No. Right? How did, that, <laughs> how did that feel? Like you were just supportive of your brother at that time. Definitely. I was really proud of him and he was super young. Um, So I know sometimes he might have got like uh, things, you know, said to him or mm -hmm. people asking him questions because of the kind of play that it was. Yeah. And he was yeah. the younger version of the lead character. Um, So I know it was a little difficult for him probably, but for the most part, I respect him you know he was working hard he had to do homeschooling mm -hmm. um he was just making the best out of his experience and i don't even think that he was realizing it um but i was very proud of him Aww. and also my mom for just making sure all three of us was good because you know travel days was monday because you know broadway is um not on on mondays yeah. and um that was travel day um and she used to, you know, have to pack like, three bags and we all used to have to have all of our, you know, airport information. Mm -hmm. And it was crazy um, having a homeschool, me and my sister, us not wanting to do it, <laughs> <laughs> traveling back and forth with my brother. So it was a lot. Yeah. 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 Wow. Thank you for sharing all that. And I like now he has he thank God I, I have the privilege of being his principal. Yeah. He has like the highest ACT score. You know this, right? Yes. In his grade. He's so smart. He's brilliant. He's just so, you know, I try not to fault him, you know, when he lacks or, you know, when he slacks. But, yeah. you know, 
he just is going to understand how you know awesome he is this year like Mm -hmm. i can tell um and i'm just happy for him you know he has some really good schools in mind so he better be on his a-game the only school he should be thinking about is cornell that is his top pick is it really yes oh my god (laughs) i I have to get him into cornell and then like princeton and you know other things but cornell is definitely his top so we're the better ivy i'm definitely telling gonna tell him you know be on your a-game this year yeah um you know that's a blessing i hope he listens <laughs> yeah no he will and i got him i'm gonna take care of him okay. um so high school right i definitely yes. want to ju- like jump right into it you just graduated um i had the privilege of handing you your your um, high school diploma and i yes. know that you heard us at school always talk about the one thing college College. all the time college 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 and act <laughs> right yes um but uh I, I would like to think like as a principal my job when you turn 18 when you're standing on that stage like I have done my job if I feel like I've equipped you with the tools Mm -hmm. that you need in order to make an informed decision about your future right and like while I know like for black kids growing up in in places like Newark yeah college is like the thing we want to push because we know it leads to quote-unquote success in life right Mm -hmm. we know that a college degree um, is heavily correlated uh, with like financial stability Mm -hmm. right and in social capital I want to hear a little bit about your your conflict you had in high school, okay. having to balance like being a creative and thinking about like, oh, I keep hearing about college and like, yeah, but like I have this thing that I want to pursue yeah. and I love it. And like, yeah. what do I do? So um, I was homeschooling my ninth grade year, so I mm. didn't come to NCA. When I came to NCA, my 10th grade year, I was there for about a week and mm-hmm. then I left for a month to go do the voice. Yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty much been like my what my high school career has been Mm -hmm. and um you know it it depends on you know the teachers Mm -hmm. and stuff like that Mm -hmm. when it comes to who's gonna understand who's Mm -hmm. gonna you know make sure you're still on the right track so that's probably just the hardest part you know just finding people who really understand and at nc i was really blessed to have you know a good amount of people to Mm -hmm. really just make sure that i was stable um and just always trying to stay focused mm-hmm. is always hard because, you know, I'll be in class and it's like, you know, this is a, an event I'm supposed to be at, but, you know, I'm still in school, so I can't really go. Yeah. So it's a lot of different feelings, especially like going to the studio, not being able to finish homework mm-hmm. or having to, you know, come to school a little late to finish homework and stuff like that from being in the studio till like 12 a.m. and then coming to school at 8 so it was definitely difficult and um, because, you know, school is not really a place where you seek people who understand that. So mm-hmm. I don't think I ever did um, um, until like other people started, you know, realizing that they wanted to do music, yeah. um, you know, other my classmates. But it was definitely something I felt alone in for a long time. Um, it was just it was just something that it was like a everlasting like you know conflict but it wasn't really with anyone else it was just you know myself trying to figure out you know how to fit in and how to figure it out and like I didn't really find a healthy healthy medium until my senior year Um, because it was so hard and then I always kind of felt um like I was at a a slower pace because I did homeschooling Mm. so I kind of was just like had this mindset of like, oh, I can always go back, but I can't really go back <laughs> because, you know, everything 
everyone has to move together. Yeah. So it was definitely difficult, but you know, my dean, she was amazing, made mm-hmm. sure I was good. Miss Mitchell, hey. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was it was just a it was a battle, but I finished. Thank yeah. God. Yeah. And I still, you know, had a couple college um acceptance that mm-hmm. i didn't i didn't take this year but i definitely still want to do like classes or mm-hmm. something like that because my life has changed a lot so going away to college isn't really like um something like having like like i think if i went this year like it would have been too crazy yeah um but i definitely still want to do it because i'm watching all my friends and they're having a great time yeah <laughs> no that's so oh, it's just i'm getting warm and emotional here just listening <laughs> to you talk about this because it's like even on the show, you said something to the effect of like, um, you know, do do you, you were reflecting in one of the episodes yeah. and you said like, do you have a plan B? Yeah. Uh, or like teachers would ask you if you had a plan B and like you said, I knew that my goal and dream would be fulfilled and that mm-hmm. was just so powerful. And a lot of teachers were texting me like, why did she say that? What's going on? I'm like, that's great. There are so many schools mm-hmm. across the country telling kids like Leah, like mm-hmm. you can't. and you won't and And you like you're not gonna make it and like don't invest in that but like we were telling you like yeah Yeah. be smart and go to college get some acceptances pursue your passions like Mm -hmm. you can have it all yeah and you know people don't like you know people don't like to be called out on certain things you know or asked about certain things or certain things are touchy but that Mm -hmm. was my reality yeah asked a lot of times like did i have a plan b or Mm -hmm. you know and there were people who asked me, like, you know, um, you know, Broadway, that's something that because that's what I was going to go to school for. Mm-hmm. I was going to do mm-hmm. um, Broadway. Like, um, that's something that takes a lot of time. Like, do you have a plan B yeah. or just totally, you know, crossing things off my list because things wouldn't be, you know, I wouldn't be able to pay mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So that was the reality of the situation. Yeah. And I feel like being the youngest on the show um like and going so far like i'm the first young like the youngest person to go that far i had to like use the platform to make sure that like other kids aren't alone so i'm sorry if anyone felt no don't be sorry (laughs) are you kidding me that was my reality no that is your reality and speak your truth like that's a part of of walking excellence like speak your truth like i i loved it because i am so grateful to have experienced you for for you being a high school student and knowing that like you're ready for this world like you're the reason i exist like (laughs) you're ready for this world to graduate high school and go and be the change that we really want to see in this Mm -hmm. world like hearing you reflect and say like you needed to get your story out there and use it as a platform to open doors you realize you're opening doors i'm I'm getting emotional so you're like breaking records and opening doors great experience and the thing is is that like um you know, my friends from school and stuff, they were teasing me because I got so emotional so many times on the show. Yeah. And I was always crying. But it was kind of just like, um, like people, I don't even think there's been anyone from North who has gotten like that far on mm-hmm. those kind of shows. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. because sometimes, you know, like we limit ourselves based on, you know, where we are. Mm-hmm. So it's so crazy. Like on the show, they would ask me questions like, so how is it growing up in North? And I'm just like, what do you what mean? Is it? Yeah. I go like to I school, <laughs> I come back Good. home. Oh, there's a shooting up the street. I didn't I didn't hear about it. Right. I was in my house, you know. Yeah, normal life. Building and, you know, reflecting on my craft because that's what my parents had me doing. You know, mm-hmm. it's all about where you are and what you put yourself mm. in. So 
And they used to ask me that all the time. I'm like, you guys are going to have to find another backstory because yes. I will not be that girl from North who's just like, listen, life's terrible in North. Yeah. There's nothing going on. <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry. Can't give that to yes. you. Yes. And I, like, it was so funny because I. And we literally talked about Nork for like 40 minutes I in know, the studio. They were trying to get and it. they were trying to get it out. And I'm just like, well, we have beautiful murals, and you know, they're probably not supposed to be there. Yes. But they're all over. <laughs> and like, New um, downtown, it's really building itself up. Like, it's beautiful down there. <laughs> yeah. And Next they were question. Just like, <laughs> and they, I knew they were frustrated with me. But <laughs> that's like, that's how I view it because that's how, what my parents allowed me to see. Yeah. You know? And then it's not like I'm blinded mm -hmm. from the other parts. Mm -hmm. and I, but, it's just about making change now. I can't keep going back and being like, yeah, I love it, Lord. It's yeah, so sad. Yeah, woe is me. <laughs> yeah, no, that's even well, you hear, like you were so, to be so young, like so <laughs> grounded in your values, like that's, yeah hard that's I hard to do to sit there yeah you know nork is a beautiful city like it, it, it sucks because there's such a narrative being created about that city yeah. that, that like it's not real mm -hmm. nork has history and legacy yes. and richness right and excellence everywhere and not like not talking about the terrible parts doesn't mean that we're ignoring what can happen what's reality yeah. what's going on but it's just more important to like put energy towards changing mm -hmm. things like the things that we do at school you know having like um our football players stay there until like 12 at night yeah. trying to They're you know more do than their me. thing <laughs> and, and I'm you know the the, they um i know like co couple coaches like uh shout out to coach clegg like she'll no. make sure people get home and stuff like that yes. so like those are the things that you can do to make sure that everyone is secure it, yeah. it depends on what you're doing because mm -hmm. people they talk about narking they're not doing anything to help the you know the yes. kids yes oh my god they just want i love it they just want to be great they want to walk in excellence yeah. just yes. help them <laughs> Just help them a little bit. Like, they're not as combative as they may seem. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> We've learned that. Oh, my God. I think last year Yeah. definitely taught me that. Just about being in that school. Like, being in school, yeah. you see a lot of it. You know, a lot of my friends even, like, I didn't think they were going to graduate or they wouldn't. Mm -hmm. And I'm watching them. And I'm like, look at Living you. Living their best life. Yeah, College you just orientation. for a couple help a yeah. little bit of help and look and where you're at so exactly that's what it's about oh my gosh yeah. this is so i want to just talk all night. <laughs> look at this this is amazing i want to take us take me oh so many questions the four right yes okay finalists season two yeah the four you had some amazing song choices. And just to prepare you, you got to drop, um, uh, uh, give us some vocals. Um, I want the school it's song okay. right now. Later, you got to okay, sing the school you. song. Um, one of your, on one episode, you sang uh, Best Part. Yes. Right? And um, Call Out My Name. Yes. By the weekend. And the judges were like, I remember looking at them and they were just like speechless. I'm <laughs> like, I was convinced. So let me tell you, I was convinced that you were going to win. Right. This is why. And I, was, I had all these conspiracy theories behind why she was going to win. I'm, I'm at school. Does. Yeah, I'm at school convincing people. We're in heated debates. We're like yeah. yelling in leadership team meetings. We're supposed to be talking about how to get the school up and running. I'm like, no, we got to plan this party for Leah. Like, this is oh going to be awesome. Goodness. Like, who cares about work? We need to get, like, rent out, rent out bars and, like, invite everybody. And we're going like, to make this videos. So and funny. we're going to be there for her. And I had the most amazing time planning, like, your oh parties when I should have been, like, planning professional <laughs> development. It's okay. Uh, both things happened. And it was great. But you, um, 
I think like the my I was convinced that you were gonna win because of the type of promo that was happening. Yeah. I think I was in my head and I was like, they yo, so they are much. hyping her up. Like, yes, yeah. we're going all the way home with this. This is gonna be exciting. They are um, great with the editing. Yeah, <laughs> it was so good. And like Diddy, like, like everyone just loved you. I mean, how could they not? But everyone like really, really loved you. My favorite performance, my favorite performance by far was Focus. I don't oh, know. There yeah. was something about the way That's you sang Focus. Too. Oh, it was just so amazing. Talk to me about how you went about choosing your song. So um, I think I just chose songs that kind of were always close to home. You mm. know, I try not to go too far out. Just kind of take the songs that I would, was performing back home and just um, use the bigger platform to kind of just yeah. wild out with them. Yeah. You know, do some different stuff with the band. Mm -hmm. So I think that's really what it was. But like um like for instance um back home you know i would sing um best part you mm -hmm. know with jar or whatever and um like i did that for a while so that was a song that was dear to my heart you yeah. know i love the words and everything so i was like you know that's a good choice i put it on my list um call out my name was something i sang mm -hmm. back home that you know people really liked so i just tried to do songs that i knew were you know songs that i was comfortable with yeah. and that i yeah. loved focus well that was my first time singing it mm -hmm. on stage um but it was a song that i loved i love her and she's amazing mm -hmm. um she is a writer like she's amazing so that's something that i really wanted to um do and the focus is a uh, performance um i just want to talk about that a little bit because it was yeah. it was so like it was an amazing time for me. I think that's the only performance I've actually posted on my page. Um, because, like, my challenger, um, who I went against, Carvina, you know, she um, vocally, like, she was, you know, doing, like, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And it was great. Like, mm -hmm. she sounded great. She was moving all over the stage. She chose a... Um, and I kind of legendary song. Yeah. I will always love you. Yeah, and then yeah. Nina Simone. So, you know, it was just a moment of like, oh, my gosh, you know, she's killing it. And my song is very relevant. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I didn't know how much respect it would get from all crowds, yes, you know, yes. especially because her is still kind of underground, probably not as much after BET. But right, um, right. she was underground. But. Um, so I was just a little bit nervous, but that song, like, I think it just sums up, um, like my life as a whole, like, mm. you know, kind of having a different tone, being a different kind of person, um, you know, even just having a really like being sensitive, you know, mm -hmm, having mm -hmm. a, um, like a, you know, kind heart and everything it, life gets hard, mm. you know, you always have to, um, stay grounded and make sure you're not missing anything mm -hmm. um so focus like you know it's kind of about you know like a a girl wanting a guy's attention but i think i just i wanted the whole world's attention in that yeah, moment and, you got and it. um it was definitely a moment i was supposed to do different things on stage move around but that mic stand like standing there yes. that was really just like a moment where i was like okay i'm undressing my mind and just giving it to all of you guys yeah. like 
even if I go home because, you know, I wasn't as entertaining, mm-hmm. I'm still going to be happy, you yeah. know, with the performance. And I hope, you know, someone understands. Like, her, she writes a lot about love, but she doesn't understand, like, how much, or she might, but <laughs> I feel like she doesn't understand, like, how much she's touching, like, so many different yeah. aspects of, like, life and everything. So that performance is one of my favorites, too, especially, yeah. it's just so many different things, like, especially being a teenager sometimes you just feel overlooked especially because everything like in this day and age moves really fast it's like one minute is hot one minute is not you know and you want to make sure you're up with it Mm -hmm. and everything and it gets so exhausting it's hard being a teenager i know all about it (laughs) it gets so (laughs) exhausting so i think that was a moment where i was just like hey everyone like let's just make time stop for a minute think about you you know in that moment what you want to do and who you want to, you know, whose attention you want, yeah, you know? Yeah. And it was it was definitely one of my favorite moments on the show, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Just as you have so much, like, it's just intellect and everything. So <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about the Apollo. Then I'm going to bring it oh, back yes. to the fore. <laughs> um, some of the greatest performers in the world, yes. I'm talking the world, have graced the stage <laughs> of the Apollo. Um, when Amateur Night at the Apollo first started in 1934, it quickly became, like, the leading showcase for so many young, talented, new performers like and we're talking about the Harlem Renaissance time yeah. right where the first time in 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 America's history we were seen as black people we were seen as like intellects and artists mm-hmm. and creatives and you know just just uh, the, the, it was just just excellent right mm-hmm. I think about Ella Fitzgerald, who was 15 when she became the first winner of Amateur Night. I'm dropping, yeah, I'm dropping knowledge. People think I don't know. I'm dropping knowledge. (laughs) I've actually myself had also the opportunity to perform at the Apollo and to play the, um, and I actually played the national anthem um, on piano for a ceremony that was happening there in 2013. And so people like, you know, just touching, just, just Stevie yeah. Wonder, Michael Jackson, Touch James Brown, Lord. yes, like Lauren Hill, like oh, to be in that people. space. Oh my God, to be in that space and know that that was touched like yeah. by the greats is so amazing. What was it like for you performing at the Apollo? The Apollo was a great experience. I was um, fresh off of doing The Voice, mm-hmm. so. Um, I just wanted to make sure that I was really, really prepared. You know, it wasn't an aired performance, but it was still a lot of people in a great place. So, yeah. And I got a lot, a lot of like uh, exposure from Mm -hmm, it. So, mm -hmm. I had to do um, lots of vocal training. Mm. Um, I sang Rise Up by Andre Day. I I sang it so many times after that. But, but yeah, that's what I sang. And just being there was great. You know, they're so organized, they make you feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. So, I, there was I, I was always super super nervous before I went up yeah. because it was kind of just like OMG like every time you think about everyone that's been there and like mm-hmm. what they're doing and it's it it's a weight but they also make you feel comfortable at the same time yeah. but being on the stage like the layout of it 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 always just kind of I think just like put a battery in my back and mm. a lot of those performances I don't even remember like because it was so kind of just like 
like a outer body experience, yeah, I yeah, guess. Yeah. And it was amazing every time. I love that song. I'm emotionally connected to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So it was always a moment. I won three times, um, and there's four rounds. Mm-hmm. So I won the first three, and then I lost the last one. So um, that's kind of like how my life goes because mm. I and I love it because it's kind of like you know it reminds me that okay like you still have more work to do yes. you know what I mean so that's always kind of just been the case with me um but with the Apollo it was so much you know it was a lot of traveling a lot of you know trying to one up your last performance mm-hmm. so you know by the the last one I was still I still feel like I did my very best but winning wasn't um like wasn't like I wasn't so upset that I didn't win yeah. I was just like I'm glad that I finished strong <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> because important because it's like you know back to back like every month and I would have to do different things or you know something so it'd be special because I sang the same song mm-hmm. um never switch my songs if it does not broke don't fix it right that's what my dad used to say because <laughs> after the first time they were like do you want to switch your song and we were looking at some Anita Baker like different things yeah. and I was like hey this would be cool and my dad's like look no, I wouldn't stick to what you it. know right so um I did it four times and I had to make sure it was just as good every time yeah um and it was crazy because it was like uh four months um so you could really see my my growth growth, through everyone so i really love watching it because to me my very first one was terrible like i think the adrenaline and everything Mm -hmm. um so like vocally like i was like this is awful like (laughs) when i watch it now but like by the last one i'm like yeah this is where i was supposed to be like my voice grew up so it was a great experience and you know everyone that was there were super talented Mm -hmm. you know and you meet so many people um like um it's so funny because one of my friends that i met at the apollo is who linked me with the producer from the four Mm. um because you know they were looking for more people so it's it was crazy how yeah, it kind of just yeah connected so nice. it was a great experience i loved it i love performing every time every time nice. <laughs> now tell me what so you i know that like at signing day when you told us where you were going to mm-hmm. college like next year right um naughty by nature so tell yes. me a little bit about like what does your day look like now what does your life look like now after the four it's like what's cray, next cray. well um <laughs> yeah i'm signed to two um i'm managed by two um of the three of naughty by nature okay. kg and um Vinra. Mm-hmm. and uh, they have me very busy, very, very busy. <laughs> um, I've been doing like photo shoots, okay. lots of press and branding myself. You know, um, I've always kind of had like a crazy style, even from school. Yeah. But now I'm kind of windling it in, you mm-hmm. know, trying to find what's best for me, trying to find what's, um, you know, what's most appropriate for yeah, my age, yeah, yeah. for my look. So everything like that has been a lot. Um, so shout out to my team, Ill Town Sluggers. Um, um, where we are thriving all together we're all learning nice. so i'm i'm really excited for what's gonna um come um so yeah it's just a lot of different things like my days have not been like um like consistent it's always something new that i'm mm-hmm. doing but it's all towards you know like the same goal of trying to just like um transform myself you know mold myself i think this is the first time in like 
like a month and a half that I've worn something out of my own closet oh, and wow. <laughs> because it's been crazy like people want to and that's like the best part like people want to dress me and yeah. sponsorships and stuff like that so um I've just been trying to take it all in um when it comes to people like noticing me mm-hmm. it's um I always forget like this is not just the four like this is the four on Fox like everyone watches Fox yeah so it's like all different people everywhere like they always notice me like I think the only place that people don't really attack me is New York because you know everyone thinks they're the you know they're the shiznit in New York everyone's someone in their own right in New Mm -hmm. York so Mm -hmm. that's the only place I don't get like attacked but um during shows and stuff you know I've been trying to have like meet and greets pictures um I love meeting like all the little girls like that always makes me happy when it's like a crowd of like older people and they're trying to get their pictures and they're rushing if i see a couple little girls like that's what calms my like my spirit because it'd be so so much but you know they're innocent they're small yeah they just want to say hi i'm the one that wants to take the picture (laughs) in that moment because they're like uh i think that's probably been the best part like um all the little kids like the teenagers and stuff and it's definitely been crazy back home because it's like people that I've grown up with, like mm-hmm. being crazy. And I'm just like, it's the same yeah. person. Yeah. Like, you I know hear that it, I see it. Like, you know that you're, you're driving still, you're still me insane. Me. You're still texting your principal. <laughs> like, you are still so down to earth yeah, I'm, I'm and like, grounded and humble. And I, I feel so bad sometimes because, like, with my Instagram, it's, like, so many messages. Oh, yeah. I want to, like, it's, it's always going. Like, it never sleeps yeah. because so many people from different places. Mm-hmm. So what you guys might see at 1 in the a.m. Uh, is yeah, what yeah, someone's yeah. seeing at 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. or <laughs> 7 mm-hmm. p.m. So it's always going crazy. And a lot of people that I know and that I love, I don't even see their messages because it's everybody else's messages but like everyone that like you know really knows me and yeah. loves me they understand i've Absolutely. gotten told off by a couple people but it's fine yeah get used to yeah you're <laughs> living your best life like keep yes. doing that that is awesome oh my gosh so tell us like what's next for you like where can we see you and i ask every guest to tell us how you walk in your excellence every day so um right now it's um you know some contract stuff mm-hmm. trying to get out of things with you know being the final four mm-hmm. it's a lot more paperwork and stuff so just trying to get out of that and using this time to kind of like work the media mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. try to just brand myself um i definitely have some music um produced by kg and actually a whole ep getting finished up called leah meets nina where um he basically remade a lot of nina simone songs and um i like remade some of the lyrics and you know did certain things so i'm excited for that project it's crazy like nina simone is so dope um she's definitely one of my influences Mm -hmm. like her swag and everything so um i'm excited for that and i'm just gonna keep kind of just um finding my way you know Mm seeing what people want to hear from me what they love what they what they don't love so much you know people have been getting so mad at me because my prescription glasses are broken and they're like where's your glasses <laughs> and I'm like 
<laughs> don't have them. I'm sorry. Um, so it's I'm just kind of just you know uh, molding myself into an artist right now. I definitely have some music. I'm actually going to do a best part um video. I'm gonna put it out soon, nice. and I'm going to do it with Jahi. So that's oh, gonna be awesome. That's great. Um, shooting should be this week, so nice. I'm excited. Nice, <laughs> nice. And tell us how you walk in your excellence every day. I walk in my excellence every day by waking up and just, you know, taking that first step of being awake. Like, mm -hmm. literally. Mm -hmm. Like, I wake up every morning and I'm like, whew, got through that night. You yeah. Know? <laughs> because it's, I never know what my life is going to be like. I never know what the day is going to turn into. Yeah. So just appreciating, I think, being awake is how I, I walk in my excellence. Nice. That's my first step. I love it. And then after that, it's kind of just, no matter what's going on, remembering that, you know, you're in control of yourself. Absolutely. Because it's so much that goes on, a lot of in influences but when i like if i just have a moment to just sit and not move and just remember you are in control of all of this Absolutely. your voice what you want to wear what you want to do everything all you have to do is say something mm -hmm. so i think that's definitely how i walk in my excellence nice. waking up and staying true yes <laughs> to I myself love it. oh i love it oh perfect Oh, you know, I have to ask you, yes. I, I played um, your video of you singing um, our school song yes. to the staff. I mean, you know that we have your back like you are a panther for life. Oh, like yes. We are so proud of you. You got to bless us with with some lines from our school song. Okay. Day after day, we're reminded that we must stand true and uphold the values of thee. And time and time again, we rely on the knowledge we gain. Lift our minds, lift our spirits. The reason why we sing With humanity, excellence, courage We go on to live out the world like never before We stand proud, we stand tall And we rise above all, nor collegiate I was happy. I oh, my remember. God. I got to sing with Leah Janae. <laughs> yes, that is yes. awesome. Oh, our school song. Oh, folks, this has been awesome. That's Spending the, time. Wait, let me tell y'all. Yes. You will never have a school song that good. Don't even Facts try. only. <laughs> Facts only. Or that, someone popping like Leah to sing. <laughs> that is just as it's good as good East Side High. Like, I know, right? <laughs> Fair I always side. tell people like you yeah. will never get yes yes you yes could never. oh my gosh that is awesome you <laughs> have blessed you. me in such a profound way leah i'm so thankful <laughs> thank you i'm so proud of you I, i'm like your Mr. biggest Stevens. fan your biggest cheerleader <laughs> this is gonna be like your life is about to pick up oh yeah in even more profound way and god has just blessed you with so many gifts and your family i just love thank you guys you. i'm excited for you your too. journey i'm so excited for your journey NCA all day panto oh all god. day and Night. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh my gosh. As always, to my listeners, define who you are, follow your passion, speak your truth, be unapologetically you, and always remember to walk in your excellence. Yes, yes. 
Walk in Your Excellence is recorded at Necessary Studios in New York City. Produced by myself, Maya, and Nikki. Follow us on Instagram at NEC Studios. I'm your host, Sean Larry. You can find me on Instagram at Formula22, at Walk in Your Excellence. Tag the hashtag Walk in Your Excellence and visit my website, www.seanlarry.com. That's S E A N L A R R Y. Define who you are, follow your passion, speak your truth, be unapologetically you, and always remember to walk in your excellence.